Hey everyone, you may have noticed less activity on the podcast over the last few weeks. It's actually very directly tied to what we're going to be talking about today. So I want to thank everyone for all of your support, all of your patience, and without further ado today, I'm going to be discussing my journey with depression, navigating the hard times. So often it happens, it can be very easy to fall out of context with the world, especially the world we're living in today. I think expectations easily supersede reality when we don't always want to accept the seemingly science fiction nature of 2020. But here we are. And as simple as that sounds, I think it's also very profound. Every decision that we've made over the last six months, good or bad, has led us to this very moment. And that can be viewed as a blessing can also be viewed as an anchor point for reflection. I'm always trying to grasp at what I can control. As much of the gears turning in the world can leave us feeling powerless. Coming back to college for senior year was a challenge, to say the least. After returning home in April, after the semester was cut short, you finally start to adapt, start to feel a new normal, as people have been saying, and nothing's normal about it. You just say, okay, I can do this, I can do this, and then August comes. All of a sudden, that future that I kept telling myself not to worry about, that I kept saying, oh, it'll all work out, well, that was real, and it was not working out. And I had important people in my life pulling in different directions. So I tried stepping back, asking myself, what makes you happy? And for the first time in my life, I didn't know. And for a 19-year-old kid who always had everything work out, it was scary. I was living in a world that I didn't want to be a part of. And I had everyone in my life checking in. After shutting down for about two days, I realized, okay, I know I have a purpose. And I may not know what that purpose is, but I know that staying here, hiding in my bed, is not my purpose. And it's not an option. So the first day of classes comes, and it took a few lectures to grasp my appreciation for them, but I knew that for the first time in weeks, I wasn't spinning my tires. I wasn't dreading the next day and the next day and what was coming ahead. But then my trouble shifted. While I was no longer anxious, the loneliness hit me and it hit hard. People would call and say, I'm fine. It's not that big of a deal. But the situation was eating me alive, whether I was honest or not. I'd been living alone for a week in a private dorm room. No Wi-Fi, no vents, nobody to see on campus. And one of my goals in life is to never waste a day. But there were days in there with nothing to do, and I would find myself alone 
staring at the ceiling. And it was at that moment that I realized I was depressed. My initial feeling, I remember, was embarrassment. Because I felt like I couldn't tell anyone. I felt that if I did, they were just going to respond by saying, Well, yeah, yeah, quarantine's hard on everyone. But for all the times the people, including myself, said we're all in this together, not a single fiber of my being could believe that another human being was going through what I was. And I felt a tinge of guilt. I knew that I had made the ultimate decision to move to campus. I knew I wasn't in a great place with my family. So I felt like I put myself there. That I made my bed, and now I must lie in it. A few days later, I called my mom. I wanted to come home at that point. And with motherly compassion, she knew it was a great idea. But the greatest part of coming home that weekend was seeing my grandma again. My grandma had moved in with my parents a few months prior and was finally all settled in. And I've always been close with my grandma, but talking with her this year has really driven home my perspective. Seeing what different generations are going through, have gone through, she assured me that the future will be bright. And it brings me joy getting to tell her all the things that I'm doing on campus and playing my part in contributing to that bright future. So, going to bed that first night back, I smiled. And that was something I hadn't genuinely experienced in almost two months. I stayed at my parents for a few nights, and I was finally feeling back on my feet, ready to brave campus for real this time, and I came back. I got an email from my career coach saying that she's leaving this month. And that struck me for two reasons. One, she'd always been so helpful over the years providing me with direction. But two, it was senior year, and career fairs are approaching. So I went to town that night, updating my resume, LinkedIn, Handshake, all that. And the thought that had driven me into depression was now motivating me to come out of it. The thought that nobody's going to hold my hand, there's not a lot of people cheering for me, there's not a lot of people who have the time for me right now. And I realized that that's okay. Every successful person has faced some sort of adversity or emotional pothole along the way. And I knew that this would likely be one of the first trials and tribulations I would face in my career. So I don't feel alone anymore. I believe that everyone has their own version of struggles in 2020, but we definitely aren't alone. So give your mom a call or your best friend or your sibling or your grandma because people care about you. And maybe that call is just the thing that they needed from you.
Thanks so much for tuning into this week's episode. For more inspirational content, you can follow the official Instagram account at Tenzin Media or find me on LinkedIn. I'm your host, Austin Christensen, and this has been Off the Books.